are now walking in the hurts world. You are now walking into hurts world. Aye. Discussion that we need to hear. Topics they be scared to touch. Potters say we do too much. Hurt, I think they scared of us. Meaning this is filled with hits. How you turned up like a jit. You are now in Hurt's world. If you love a hatchet chick, you are now in Hurt's world. 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 This is Candace. Please listen to my daddy. He needs this job because I want everything. Thank you. Oh, girl, I like you. I do. I want to be a friend. Go shopping in the bins. I like you. I do. Plans I like you, I do We went over to France and we woke up in Japan I like you, I do mm. Oh girl, I know you only like it fancy So I pull up in that Maybach candy Yeah, your boyfriend, I never understand me Cause I'm about to pull this girl like a hammy, hammy Let's take a little dip, little lady Hit PCH Shake that thing to the right, push it up, push it down, boom, you're down the mic, pick it up like ice cream, whoa, do you know, she make me bomb, 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 rock your bell, boom, see, I'm loving when we thuggin', baby, just don't stop, you can wobble, wobble, drop, drop it like it's hot, it up, lift it up, love, that's your stick, and if you ain't from the ghetto, then ride out, chick, arms, legs, backs, and breasts, you better read the tattoos, whoa, they man, impressed, get up, get up, baby, work on it. Got them cheering in a circle, hollering, here we oh-oh Back that thing up, Lil, went all the way to the zipper I really like your hot girl, but I got to flip, yo What you need, boy? I need a hot girl oh, What you want, boy? I want a hot girl oh, What you need, boy? I need a hot girl oh, What you want, boy? I want a hot girl Do your thing, 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 water Do your thing, water I need a high spicy chick I can shop with Get a bra, 10 G's, told her spin it quick I see my high girl ride, let's the coupe slick And she got the magic roller, girl, flow, she quick 
quick And she got the matching link for the winter slate And I see a real high girl, can't be faded slate Roll the dice, hit the seven, no craps Slate got the brand new jag off the show real quick Customized TVs all through that depth Yokohama 20 inch dubs on that depth I see my cash money high girl, don't be playing Riding uptown, bumping hot boys and Wayne And that blue face Rolex, I bought that depth Keep big head business all through her bank I see the thug girls, boy, they ain't with that depth I need a high girl to represent this high boy here My niggas equally Fucking nine to five niggas With that superstar D The superstar star Now I got him far late I called a jet to get that nigga I told him call Don't send no text And don't you tell him You with me When they be asking Where you at I can't read your mind Gotta say that shit Should I take your love Should I take that Got a whole lot of options Cause you know a girl's hopping I'm a high girl So you know when shit is stopping
Jigger man be ballin'. Leave chicks pigeon toed. Some of them be crawlin'. Get the best of you whenever I put my all in. Have mommies callin' for the Lord, darling. Jigger in pop, ass drop. Coops with half the top, expose half my knot. Nigga mad when I brag about the cash I got. But I'm used to not having a lot. I'm from the gutter and uh, I ain't the type to ever chase your box. I'm the type to interior decorate the watch. I'm the type to sling heavyweight on the block in every state like clock. Work jiggers to hurt, holla. Your lips are telling me yes. While you're kissing on my neck, making me feel so. Should I stay? Should I go? Tried to breathe loud, boom your face off, then I tell him cease fire. I'm the AB700 on the horses when we fixin' the leaves. But I don't f with horses since Christopher Reeves. Gotta be careful when I dip, it's flips all in the whip. It's 40s with 30 clips, FNs with the switch, guacamole with the taco. Waiting on El Chapo, came in the rolls and left low in the Wrapping up the mini mix, I am casual. The mini mix is exclusively brought to you by Your Birthright. Check them out online, yourbirthright.life. That's your birthright with a W.life. They are empowering the birthing experience with birth doulas. What's a doula? They're trained professionals who provide non stop, unbiased, and compassionate support throughout pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Research shows that no matter where or how a woman gives birth, doulas help to make that experience a more positive one. That is your birthright.life. And while y'all there, check out some of the herbal teas that help you out as well. Until next time, you can catch me on Snapchat, see casual snap. And I want to remind you to keep it casual. That's cherish always, salvation, unity, and life. Big Hurt, Mini Mix just got wrapped up. What you got in store for, man? I have like a resting bitch face. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's just an icebreaker because it's just like, honestly, if she'll sit here and talk about anal, she'll probably talk about anything else. So it makes people feel like, you know, there's no limits to the conversation. And y'all know how we do. It's me, the big hurt. And you tuned in the hurts world. And I'm joined by your girl, Jersey B. Hey, y'all. Man, season three, episode 11. It is still Women's History Month. And we are, we have been celebrating incredible women all month long. Um, so if this is your first time listening, go back and listen to the last two because we've had some very, very dope, I'm sorry, uh, dope, talented women grace us with their presence here, grace us with their presence here on Arts World this month. And of course, we've had Dreezy B all month long. I'm happy. How you feeling, man? What? I How feel good today. Huh? Have you really had fun? You know what? Let me tell you something. I was 
all ready to enjoy my spring break. I'm off work, you know, for all these days. But then, you know, we got a new member to the family, this little dog. So I did not get to really enjoy my break because I'm pooping up scoop, pooping up scoop. See, I can't even think straight. Scooping up poop, child running, getting bit on my ankles. So I'm just, I'm a little tired. What kind of dog did y'all get? A cane corso and a pit bull mix. It's a cane corso pit bull mix. Oh, that motherfucker gonna be huge. Oh, no, babe, I'm finna sell him. Why? Because I don't have time to take care of him like I thought I would. So I'd rather give him to somebody that's going to have time to dedicate because I don't. What did y'all name the dog? Boosie. But his whole Wait. name is Rome Gerard Wiseman. Wait, why would you? Why did you name his dog Boosie? Well, that wasn't my choice. That was husband's choice. Oh, okay. Um, we compromised because he's scared of dogs. He does not like dogs, so I let him name the dog. Hmm. Well, maybe Bay will compromise and let me get a dog. I doubt it, but. It's well, you can have mine. No, because your dog is gonna be huge, and she she's got a dogs too, and I just can't be like, oh, it's it's just a puppy, and then when it started to grow, then she gonna be like, you know what, you got this big ass human in my house, and yeah, we we can't do that. But don't get rid of Boosie, man. Um, he he part of the family now. He got a name and everything. He's gonna go. <sighs> Trash. Um. Anyway. We are talking to women content creators today here on Hurts World. Um, not going to tell y'all who they are, um, but let us let me just tell y'all this. Um, each of these women has a huge following and a huge presence on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And when they introduce themselves, they're like, damn, how did her get that? I don't even know. They just were nice enough to grace us with their presence. And I'm truly humbled and excited for this conversation. So stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back with more Hurts work. Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright. Yo, what's up, everybody? So we are back on Herc's World. Of course, you know I'm your girl, Jerezy B. And we got Herc over there in the cut. And, of course, we are back for Women's History Month. And we have a panel of beautiful, beautiful, beautiful content creators. So you already know we're just going to jump straight into it. Um, who wants to go first with introducing yourself? I'll go first. Excuse my congestion. Um, the pollen is trying to take your girl out. But I'm Nisi Ray. I am a YouTuber. I also do Instagram. I'm trying to get into the real thing now because reels are popping right now. Um, I'm also a makeup artist. So I do that here in my hometown. And I'm glad to be here. Thank y'all for having me. Dope. Uh, who's next? I'll go next. Um, hey, everybody. I'm Tate Brown. 
I am a, a newcomer to the content world. Listen, I've always been funny. I just decided to take my talents to TikTok now. <laughs> so I'm a content creator on TikTok. I have a podcast called Mommy Hood Chronicles. So it's mommy underscore hood chronicles where we just discuss how ghetto it really is to be a mom. Um, so we talk about the stuff that's in your group text, the stuff you don't tell your husband, the things that you're not going to find in a self-help, help, self-help book. So I'm just happy to be here. Love to collab with beautiful brown girls. So, hey, everybody. That's us, baby. Go ahead. Who's next? Can you hear me? Hey, I'm Moni, the real, real Gemini, a.k.a. Mama Moni, if you nasty, but please keep it classy. I have a podcast here in Jacksonville, Florida called Off the Top Podcast, where we talk about sex, relationships, music, any like social norms, social taboos, things like that, mental health, um, entrepreneurship here and there, um, advice on, you know, anything that has to do with whoever is on my podcast at the moment that is relevant, whatever relevant things they want to talk about, we talk about them. I'm really like really liberal, very open-minded person. Um, I'm a dental hygienist. I've been a dental hygienist for five years and I've been content creating for about five months now. It's been going pretty well. Got a lot of engagements so far. I'm not um, a veteran, so I'm new. But flourishing. So, and last but certainly, certainly not least, come off mute. Tell the people who you are. Hello, beautiful people. I go by the name of A. Millie. I am like the Beyonce, the Olivia Pope. If Oprah had a baby, I would be their baby. Um, I am an on-air personality by day, and I also have a podcast that is called the Sip and Sip Podcast, where I interview some of your favorite reality show stars, your OG reality stars, and of course, our entrepreneurs, rappers, singer, artists, I really do it all. So basically, I am like Olivia Pope, Beyonce, and Oprah's baby, if they were to have one. So um, I'm just happy to be here. Shout out to you, Big Hurt. Thank you for having me. Man, I appreciate it. Um, so y'all, that's who that's who we got on the show um, this week. And man, let's just get straight into it. So um, Mama Money. Why go first? What's up? What? So, so the name the I I want to know how you came up with your name because like and your tagline is so dope. You just gotta t- you tell them again what it is because you get and, and then we got you gotta explain where you got it. Well, my tag name is Monty the Real Real Gemini. It was Monty the Real Gemini, but then I started getting a lot of followers that kept asking me like, if you're are you a May Gemini? Are you a June Gemini? And I really didn't really thought that fucking mattered, but I realized it did. And my birthday is Juneteenth. That's on Proclamation Day. So I consider myself a real, real Gemini, not a May Gemini, but a June Gemini. So I changed it to Monty the real, real Gemini so people know, like, when you Google what a Gemini is, like, I'm really all of that. It's all applicable to self. So, and then Mama Monty, if you nasty, but please keep it classy. 
Um, I was with another, I did a podcast collab with DJ Malone and Jody. They have Live from the 904 podcast. It's one of the uh, original podcasts here in Jacksonville that kind of like blew up um, a while back. And I was on a podcast with them. And then we were trying to think of like my name because I would just always get on the camera and be like, hey, I'm Monty. And then they were just like, what the fuck? Like, that's it? I'm like, hey, I'm Monty. And then they was like, you don't have no nickname what people call you or anything. And I was like, okay, well, people call me Mama. That's my nickname. Um, but then I just thought that was like, it, it wasn't it wasn't spicy or like sassy. So I just added a little zest to it. Because I, I don't have kids. So everybody like, they call me Mama because I, I don't have kids though. But they call me mama because I act like I'm older than what I am. So mama money, if you nasty, but please keep it classy. Cause I like to do nasty shit, but we ain't going to say too much about it. <laughs> mama money. Just enough. We're going to talk about just enough. Just, just a tip. Mm-hmm. Just a tip. Just a tip. Just a tip. Yeah, just a tip. <laughs> All right. Tay, so mommyhood chronicles. Um, you, I know the, the a little bit of a backstory. Um, we met at Alabama State, so we you know we go back. Um, what started Mommyhood Chronicles? Uh, the pandemic. <laughs> no, really. So um, a lot of it was the pandemic. So I noticed that you know we were I was locked in the house with my kids, and so like I was on Facebook, and some people really loved it. Like. They loved it. And then I was the one that really hated it. Like, I was just like, this is ghetto. I'm with them all day long. I got to work, cook, clean, be a teacher and a magician. Like, I wear many hats, but that was a little too much for me. So uh, I'm not going to tell you no lie. Like, I was really trying to do some self-reflect. I'm growing up, and I'm just kind of like, I can't be the only mom that kind of hate all the stuff that everybody else really like. Like, I just, I do it, right? Because I got two kids. I have a 14-year-old and a six-year-old. And as fun as it is, and as much as I love it, when they go to bed and I drink my glass of wine, I'd be like, I hate this. Like, I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I go to work and I get a bonus check and I want to do something for myself, but the kids need something else, like, I hate that. So I wanted to have a place outside of my group text because a lot of my friends that you know shout out to Alabama State we all went to school together so we all had kids together and we talking about this in group text about how hard it really is trying to balance it um trying to find safe places where you don't where you can say out loud f them kids like I want to be able to say that <laughs> I want to put it on a shirt okay so you feel me so that's where the podcast came from it was just a safe place where people that had kids or people that were helping with kids could kind of voice it. So it kind of just took off from there. Um, I had already been talking about it on TikTok, doing videos. Um, I do a thing on TikTok called the Car Chronicles when I'm in carpool lane to pick my kids up about how ghetto it is and how much I hate the school moms and the PTA moms. So it just kind of took off from there. So it's really therapy for me. It keeps me out of jail, y'all. I'm just trying to... I'm going to just fake it till I make it. So... Disclaimer: If you have kids, or you a you know you got stepkids, and you a parent of it in any capacity, if you don't say fuck your fuck them kids at least once a day, you don't love your kids. And if you don't agree with me, kill yourself. Um, Nisi, uh, makeup, um, podcasting, YouTubing. 
get 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 the area downtown right. What what don't you do? <laughs> if y'all don't know what to get the area downtown, she 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 she. I do full body waxing too. Yeah, I be snatching the cat. Snatching the cat. Hey. <laughs> get your cat snatched. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So how did the YouTubing come about for you? Um, I've always liked beauty and fashion. I modeled for a long time. So I was like, why not record myself doing my makeup? I, I mean, I sit here and do it all the time anyway. So why, why not? So I started recording myself doing my makeup and it just kind of became part of my routine and I have fun doing it. <laughs> I wish I knew how to do makeup. I do. Girl, I'm just now trying to get into brushes. When I do my makeup, I use my ring finger and I put my little eyeshadow on. You got to do what you got to do when you first start now. And I think doing my YouTube helped me grow with my makeup because I can guarantee you, if you go way down to the very bottom, it don't look like this <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm being honest. I it was not. I wasn't here. So it takes practice and time. Definitely well, you look practice. Good. Thank you. I be trying. I don't feel so great, but I be trying to look good. <laughs> My mama say, "Don't ever look how you feel." Yeah. Great advice. So, hey, Millie, you kind of like the OG of the group um, because you've been doing this, man, uh, video. I mean, we're not uh, re recording recording content, um, hosting stuff for, since we were at Alabama State. So, you know, what is that? What has your journey been like? Oh, I feel only you said an OG, but hey, I take I take it with a grain of salt, but the journey has not been as easy. A lot of people think when you get into like content creating anything, dealing with media, if you're a YouTuber, a podcaster, that's media. A lot of people feel like, oh, that, that's easy. I can do that. No, it's not. It is plenty of times where I felt like I don't want to do this shit no more. It, it That's how I feel, felt. And sometimes I still feel like that. But um, my journey started in radio years ago. Um, as a graduate at Alabama State University, um, I wanted to go on the radio, did that, worked in corporate America. And really trying to start my own podcast hadn't been easy. And I started, I actually revamped the Sip and Sit. The Sip and Sit was more so like an entertainment news blog. And then during the pandemic, it kind of evolved into a podcast where I started doing interviews. And can I just say, it's not easy getting uh, people to come on uh, your show, your live stream. It's not easy, but if you are dedicated to this, if you have a, I always say, if you are pregnant with your passion, it's going to show. So whatever, if you have a YouTube, if you have a podcast, continue to stay consistent. Even though the journey is not easy, keep going it, it might not get easier but as long as you're doing something that you love and you have a vision for like you said before fuck them kids fuck them people that don't believe you and so my journey is like that fuck the people that don't believe you as long as you are a cheerleader you're as long as you you are your number one cheerleader so like i said before the journey hasn't been easy but i'm along for the ride 
Damn. So let's go here. What is the what is a day like in the journey of a content creator? You know, because everybody does different. Like I know we got a couple of different, um, you know, podcasters and YouTubers. But what is it like trying to create content for your particular podcast or your particular um, genre of what you're trying to promote? Um, Tell you go first. <laughs> You would pick me. Um, so some days it's real easy, right? Because my kids um, are manipulators. So they always got something going on. They hustlers. So the content for them is real easy. Um, I think for myself, the hard part comes sometimes. I want to record and just be my true authentic self. But I got a real, a real job. You know what I'm saying? Monday through Friday, nine to five, Mm -hmm. which is why I have to go by Tay Brown and not my real name because I got a real LinkedIn (laughs) and a real professional job. So I have to, that cold switch becomes a little harder when I'm looking for content Um, because I really want to just be like, fuck it all, take the kids and run, but I can't always do that. So I have to kind of approach it a little bit with, you know, a little bit of PC gloves. For me, it's just, it's real life. It's the things that I tell my best friend. My best friend's a Gemini. So, you know, we really, we really just be like, we hate this. Like, call me when you get to the airport and then I'm going to send a text message. I'm on my way. So it's really just my real life. That's where my content comes from. Um, I try to watch and stay up with like, you know, what's going on socially just to kind of have things to talk about. But I mean, every day it's just, I mean, we're just here. I'm just, that's really my answer to everything. I'm just here. (laughs) Wait, so why do you feel like you have to code switch? So for my job, it's really, um, I'm the forefront of it. So I just got a promotion. So I'm out in hospitals, walking around. I've become like the face of my company almost. So a little bit, and I know it's, you know, it's my personal life. So what I do is that, but it, eh, Sometimes it's just a little harder because I am out in the open so much now that like my mentor is like, Shantae, you got to kind of dial back a little bit, you know, because I just want to give everybody. I'm from Decatur. That's just who I am. So I I want to give that all the time. But now that I work with a lot of these people, I got to kind of switch up a little bit and just not always. I'm still me. I'm still who I am. But I got to kind of approach a little bit differently. So um, I just work at a place where people will drop your Facebook, your Instagram, if you let them. So I just want to make sure I got to give them a little extra step to work harder to find me. I don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I have that problem. I feel like, because in the workplace, like I'm a dental hygienist and before I was a dental hygiene trainer. Um, and actually in this area in Jacksonville, people actually know of my podcast. So a lot of times I'll have patients that see me. And as soon as I start talking, mm. they'll be like, you're that girl. And I'll be like, which girl? <laughs> I used to, I used to, for like eight months, I used to be a dancer. I don't know why I started dancing, but I wanted to see if I could really make money. My friends talked me into it and I made a shit ton of money. But during that process, they put my face on a screen of a club. Mm. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I stopped dancing. The money was great, but I stopped dancing. And and now I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, which girl are you talking about? Right. <laughs> and they know me from my podcast. And then the people at my workplace, they all over here. You have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I have a podcast. What's the name of it? I'm like, you know, mm. tell you, I'll kill you. Right. <laughs> but I, I give them my personality. Even at work, I feel like I'm the same person. 
I'm just more appropriate. Like, I'm not talking about sex and gay people and shit. Like, I'm more appropriate, but my personality is the same. So that way, when the people at my job come across my platform, they're not surprised. Like, oh, wow, she talks like this or, oh, wow, she acts like this because it's really who I am. Um, And then I tell them, like, shit, I talk about sex. I talk about drugs. I talk about music. I talk about threesomes, doing anal. I talk about all types of shit. And so my the people at my job, they know the content of it, but some of them know of my podcast and then some of them, they just, they're still searching. But I don't find that like a huge barrier because I mean, like social media is so big so you can only hide so long. Right. And I, I, that, I experienced that early on. Like I just started the podcast five months ago and I have like over three million views with my on all my platforms like a lot of people have seen this shit so i'm thinking you know going to job interviews like i'm crossing my fingers they don't find out but then i think about it like i should just be myself at this job Mm -hmm. interview. they fuck with they fuck with it i think the only thing i do less is cuss because it's like i don't want to scare people off and feel like make them feel like i'm just a raging aggressive person but i just don't cuss at work but like my personality is pretty much you Curse? No. <laughs> what? I'll be accidentally slipping. I'll be, I'll be slipping. I'm like, oh, shoot. Darn. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the custom for me. Outside of that, I am who I am. Yeah, it's but the custom. Yeah, I just have to for me, back. If I don't like something or if I feel like I'm about to cuss, I'll be like, that's ghetto. But in my head, in my head, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but really, I'm like, that's ghetto. Like, <laughs> so I have these little phrases that I use to kind of keep yeah. Mama Mani in. But I don't think it's me not, it's I don't think it's not being me at all. Like sometimes on my episodes, I'll have people on there that I have to be kind of be appropriate with because you know i'll probably have a married man on my podcast or a married couple on my podcast somebody that is in a relationship so i have to kind of be appropriate but at the same time i'm like i'm gonna make you uncomfortable because i feel like it yeah well um be mama mani here because that's you know that's who we like um and there's not too much you can say to make me feel uncomfortable i don't really give a shit um so Nisi, what's it what's it like um, creating content for you? For me, I literally record everything. Everything that I'm doing throughout the day, I record it. Whether I feel like it's going to end up on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, or not, I just record everything. And I just started doing that. I have not, because I still consider myself new to content creating, even though I've been on YouTube for Jesus, maybe like six years. I never really took it seriously. I would post here, post there, and then disappear. And then I'll post here, post there, and then disappear again. So this has been the most consistent I've ever been. And recording everything has kind of helped me stay consistent because it's like, oh yeah, I, I recorded myself going to Starbucks yesterday and then I did this, this, and that. I can make that a little video. Mm. I mean, and those be the videos that people like because it's like you giving them a peek inside your life and people nosy. So they're going to watch the video because they nosy. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, people like to see what you got going on. And mm-hmm. if they can see it, you just offering it up to them, they're going to take it and run with it. And then they're going to send it to their friend and say, oh, girl, look what she doing. Oh, did you see that she did this yesterday? Like, 
like Money was saying, social media, you going to search, but eventually you're going to be found some kind of way. They're going to find you. And I, I, mm-hmm. and I experienced that accidentally. I, I did a photo shoot with Brazil's Waxing Center. It's a, a wax place here in Jacksonville. They told us that the picture that they took was going to be in New York for their billboard up there that they were opening a location. Tie that picture everywhere. It's in mm. all the locations. Mm. It's on all the advertisement. And the amount of phone calls, emails, text messages that I was getting from family, <laughs> like, this you? <laughs> and so, listen, I, I was not prepared What's for that. I'm thinking, oh, okay, it's going to yeah, like if you go to Brazil, it's it's their banner. It's their banner. It's a whole bunch of women and men across the banner, <laughs> and that got sent out everywhere. And that's not what we were told. I feel like they owe some money, a little extra. We didn't get paid enough for what they did. <laughs> I love Brazil. Those girls take care of my puss. <laughs> the one, look, the one, the ones who who get trained properly, yeah, they they'll get you right. Natural. I got my little waxing subscription, my membership. Uh huh. Yes, ma'am. I got a question for that later. Hey, Millie. Um. So with sip with with the sip and sit. I know you said earlier it was kind of just like it's kind of hard to get guests to you know get people to come on. How do you stay consistent or try to, you know, what is it like? What is your process like trying to get people to come on to the show? Good question. You know what? To be honest, sometimes you do get a little burnt out when you cannot get those guests uh, that you've reached out to repeatedly. And um, and sometimes schedules do not align. And I will say in the last month I had like a little bit of a burnout. I just kind of felt like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm not doing this right now. Let me concentrate on something else. But I always kind of reel myself back in. Like, okay, girl, straighten up that crown. You get your mic and find just find a guest. Find somebody that you can interview, whether it's about their business. Doesn't have to be like a reality show a star, anybody. You know, sometimes we go for the A-listers, the B-listers, but you find comfort in, you know, just interviewing local people that you know that have businesses that are doing things in entrepreneurship. So, um, um, for me, how I try to get guests is just, you know, most of the people that I follow, um, I've bought their products before if they're in entrepreneurship. And I want to give them an opportunity to come on. I want to hear about your journey, your life struggles, your story, and how you became um, this uh, this content creator or this business woman or businessman and making like your your brand and you know go up go viral or you know um, elevate. So I reach out to them sometimes. Um, in my I might be their first podcast. I always say, oh, I'm gonna pop your podcast, Sherry. Like if you come on my show, but um, I just try to stay consistent and just kind of um, stay. Not, I don't want to badger anybody to come on to my show if you feel comfortable coming on. But most people, like, yeah, I'll come on. They've seen my content. They've seen who I interviewed. And so I, I kind of piqued their interest. Like, let me get on here. I want 
going to tell my story, um, especially like the reality show stars. If you have a show that is on now on major networks and you want to, you know, talk your shit, you want to spill your tea, might as well come on the Sip and Sip podcast and do it. But, um, and I really just try to find people that I find interesting um, and really want to get to know them on their journey and how they became who they are. What do you think think is like the reason, and I will ask you this because I thought I was going to have that similar struggle, but I haven't. What do you think the reason is why you can't get the ones you want or the certain people on your podcast? I'll definitely tell you that. So I reached out to someone, I can't even forget it, I forgot his name, but he was on a BET show and he was on um, BMF. And I reached out to his PR. And I think the reason why they didn't want to come on before I got into StreamYard, I was just doing Instagram Live. Um, he had like a low following, but I think more so was the analytics. Like people want to see your YouTube. People want to see um, where can they go to see your content instead of just hearing about it. They might want to see video. They want like a demographic. And I think when I could not give that to him, I think they were like, oh no, we're a pass. But you know what? That kind of worked out because I had a major uh, reality show star that's on Bravo, Candace Dillabastic, you know, shout out to her. She came on my podcast through StreamYard. And their, her PR never asked me about the analytics or anything like that. It's like, you know what? I see a black woman has a podcast. I'm on this show. Um, I'm going to do more press. And I was really, you know, flattered that she came on. So I feel like that is a way um, that some people might not want to get on. It could be your analytics on YouTube how many subscribers you have, your viewership. Um, and that plays a major interest um, as a content creator as well. Like if you do not have those specific numbers for these PR people or for these um, celebrities or local um, content creators, they will not come. So that is something that I had to learn. Like, okay, let me be more professional. Let me... Um, do stream yard instead of doing a live Instagram and really kind of polish it up, up, do more audio and putting it on Apple podcasts or Spotify anchor. Um, and that's what happened. And I did that and, and things just started changing, you know? I know one thing that I did was when I would send out an invitation, I would send them a link to my most viewed platforms like my most viewed links so my most viewed reels with 200,000 views I would send them that reel my most viewed Instagram or YouTube uh, episode with like 400,000 views I would send them that specific one and when they saw that they didn't need to click the link and go see the platform so if you do that too in combination with like polishing that that'll it'll it'll work because that's what I did. That was like the first thing yeah. I did because I was like, ooh, how am I going to get these people to get on my, my shit? I was scared. People were going to say no. And then you're also a female. So it, we have an advantage. I haven't had one person say no to me yet. Knock on wood. 
they might have not read my invitation. They might have not responded, but no one has flat out been like, you know, no, we're not interested. Or no, it's okay. When you're a female, you have the you have your own autonomy to like sexualize yourself to get that yes. Be your own exactly, person. exactly. And that's what I do. I always send out now since I'm on this uh, stream yard, which I started back in September, and I took everything from Instagram, but now being more professional on through StreamYard, the the most views to date, I have two videos um, of reality show stars, and those have the most views. So anytime that I'm emailing, you know, getting people to come on, I send always send those, those to the top yep. of my, um, two of my yep. uh, most do view so i do do that in my emails yeah, um and it, and it pays and and that's what people do want to see you know um, yeah, that's all they care about in the industry anybody. they only care about mm -hmm. the numbers like if you have the numbers and then again like somebody told me if i bought fake followers and fake views i could have anybody on my platform and i kind of thought about it but i was like damn no i kind of want to see what my real numbers look like so i'm not gonna lie in a year or two i'm definitely gonna buy some fake ones if this shit don't pop off <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to buy like, you know, five, ten thousand. Because, shit, the I numbers. You on that, though. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Huh? Go ahead. What'd you say? When I, she said she feel you, so you on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes you got to you gotta fake it till you make it. It's called manifestation. Amen. These women Period. on here. These women are, are on here dropping fucking knowledge. I know I was going to get to say that early. Um, <laughs> man, but don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Hurts World. Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright. Welcome back to Hurts, where I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And I'm joined by... Dreezy B, your daddy's favorite podcast co-host. I just, I had to. We gonna work on that. Uh, and we are joined by, man, four dope content creators today. Um, and if y'all are, I don't know how y'all would just be tuning in, but um, if y'all skipped ahead or, you know, just clink, whatever you did, but go back and start over. But uh, we were just talking about kind of um, how to grow your your followers and grow your content. And y'all said something that it, it, it kind of struck me because it's like, man, like being able to put out content on a consistent basis, I don't want to say it's hard, but it's kind of like one of them things where shit, you got to kind of keep up with what's going on in the world and then you kind of got to loop in the right people to talk about what you want to talk about um and just a moment of transparency um it got kind of rough to be like well shit like what do i talk about a couple months ago like who do i get to bring on to talk about this this particular thing i want to talk about and i reached out to a couple people um they haven't responded they I, they see they saw I know they saw the shit but they ain't responded 
Um, you know, so it was a little discouraging, you know, but I have to, like, like I said, build up that following, following and uh, I got to get into the YouTubing and the, the Instagram reels and all that shit that I'm about to hire a social media ambassador to do for me. Um, so if y'all know somebody that needs a job, it don't pay a lot, but I pay you um, to increase the, the following that hurts world. So, um, when you ask people to get on your podcast, you want them to talk about, you say you want them to talk about what you want to talk about? Well, so if it's like a, if it's a particular episode, I want people that, that can relate to the topic. Um, like I don't, so like we kind of have like, I kind of have like a center topic and then go deeper into other stuff. Um, but I'm not sure just go like, oh, we're just going to sit here and chop it up. Um, I've only done it like a couple of times, but it's kind of been just shooting the shit, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I always like talking about like what they want to talk about, because I'm like, then you get better content and it's like Mm -hmm. you have that authenticity to your conversation and you can control the conversation and follow them more than them following you after question after question. Because I'm not an interviewer. I didn't go to school for this shit. I don't know nothing about podcasting. I just got a camera and pointed it at me and started talking. And then I was like, after a while, I figured I was like, this shit's getting boring. Like nobody's responding to anything I want to talk about. So like when people reach out to me and they want to get on my podcast, I'm like, what do you want to talk about? And then they'll be like, oh, we can talk about this or oh, we can talk about. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm competent enough to have this conversation or okay, I don't know shit about this. So this is going to be your your podcast. And that way, like, you get, like, the best content versus me telling them, like, today we're going to talk about mm-hmm. the steps you do before anal. And then I find out on the podcast <laughs> that, they've never, that they've never done anal before. And now I'm just like, oh, well, this is a boring episode because you've never done it. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can control the whole narrative to the episode. Are we going to have to get a anal counter for you <laughs> that's my icebreaker <laughs> what do you do that's your icebreaker <laughs> all right <laughs> so I, that's the third time um Monty's mentioned anal it's gonna come <laughs> back to haunt you in about 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 five minutes so just be ready um, <laughs> always ready so when y'all are doing particular uh episodes or reels and stuff like that how do y'all feel like TikTok has influenced the way people put out content and the way people react to people in general? Um, let's go. Dre, you ain't saying nothing. Let's start with you. Say that again. How has TikTok impacted your life? So I struggle with consistency. Like that was my big thing, just like Nisi said. It's Starting out, you know, I would do so well, so well posting my videos um, because I use TikTok, Instagram and Facebook. But consistency is what kills me because I do so good. Then life happens. I got other stuff I got to do. I work a regular job, too. And it's like Mm -hmm. I keep telling myself, "Okay, I didn't get a chance today. I'll just do it tomorrow. Tomorrow come. Now this, I got the plan, grade papers. I just do it tomorrow. And it just, it, it keeps getting put off. But when I was doing well, um, 
with my videos. I mean, I had a few partnerships that I did, um, posting content for companies, but that's about as far as I've gotten. Okay. Say, so, I know you on a regular basis um, on TikTok, real heavy. So how has TikTok kind of affected your life and the way you put out content and the way in that in that manner? I mean, TikTok got us in a chokehold, right? So um, I initially got on it to monitor my teenage daughter, not realizing that it was really going to be what I looked like, what I looked at, not what she looked at. So <laughs> when I got on there, at first it was just like cooking videos, things I was doing in the house. Um, and then I just started watching stuff and started to do like stitches of people that was already doing, whether it was current events, news, funny videos, stupid stuff. And because I consider myself a part-time comedian, it was the perfect place for me. Like it, the material is there. Like it wasn't nothing else I could do. It was like, God was like, girl, it's your moment shine. So I started <laughs> to see a couple of videos, did a couple stitches. Um, I had, a, you know, videos were like, okay, 40,000 views, 80,000 views, 150,000. I was just like, oh, where are these people coming from? And how do I make money? Like that was my mindset was to do something on the side to have a little stingy little money. That part ain't came yet, but the foolery, I can do that on a regular basis. That's just what I do. So for me, it was a good place for me to start talking about my podcast only because I was so hesitant to start my podcast. I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know what I want to do. Let me try to get some followers up. And um, I have a neighbor that's like a TikTok celebrity. She don't even pay no rent. TikTok pay her bills now. So I just be like sitting outside her house trying to figure out what she do. <laughs> What she's doing versus what I'm doing, because I'm still paying bills. So, you know, I just started engaging and getting followers. And then, like, I dropped off because consistency is a thing. My kids are playing sports. Like, my son is, like, uh, he's, like, the big one of the biggest athletes for youth football in Georgia. He just won an award yesterday for that. So, I'm constantly going. So, if it's practices and stuff like that, something got to take a back seat. So, it's either going to be me recording or me being a mom or being a wife and so I just have to kind of force myself to do it. Um, if you listen to my last episode of my podcast, especially, I was just like, look, y'all can have this. This was cute. I've done it. It's fun. I've been to the mountainside and I'm good. Like I'm out. But um, the moment I hit publish, like people were like, don't leave. I need this. This is my safe place. This is where I cry. So I'm like, God, I want a break. And now you do this and you make me feel like I'm influencing the world. So I can't go nowhere now. What we're going to talk about next week, who the hell knows? But we still here. <laughs> but you know what? That's how um, that's how I was kind of feeling when I kind of dropped off a little bit. And, you know, people were still on TikTok. I, I, I posted a video damn near last year, and I get notifications every single day. Add it to favorites, add it to favorites. And I so I do beauty and fashion. Okay. Um, that's my content. That's my niche. And I remember I had stopped and I had one lady reach out to me on one of my videos because I really like to turn like old thrifty items into like cute, sexy pieces. Okay. And so she was like, you know, watch. She don't be having clothes on y'all. What you say? She don't be having clothes on y'all. Go ahead. Hold on. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, she was like, um, watching you with these thrifty items, she was like, um, well, she said, she said, my mom passed away a couple years ago and I didn't know what to do with her clothes. And she was like, watching your videos gave me inspiration on how to wear her, you know, specific items. And so I was like, stuff like that makes me want to just keep pushing. Yeah. Wait, so did she turn her mom's clothes into like lingerie? 
Look, we can make that happen now, baby. I'm telling you, we can nip and tuck, baby, and make it Is that what your content is over? It's you take thrifty clothes and make them like sexy. Is that what you said? Well, so I could take like a granny, like a granny two piece, something you would see like an old church lady wear, and I can. I don't have to sew. I don't have to cut anything, but I can flip it into something cute. If I want to wear it to the club, or if I want to wear it to brunch with my girls. Oh, that's okay. a dazzle. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it. So, Nisi, um, how is TikTok uh, taking over your life? Listen, I, I, I was late to TikTok. TikTok, I wasn't trying to be there, wasn't trying to be on it, didn't really care about it. I'll go over there and watch some videos, but as far as posting, I didn't see a need for me to be over there because I was already posting YouTube, Instagram. My boyfriend's a videographer. He's like, you got to get on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. TikTok is what's popping right now. And all the content you posted on Instagram and YouTube, you could be transferred over to TikTok. So I, I tried it. I'm not good with transitions and all that mm. fun stuff. I, I do look, I do the best I can because right. I'm I'm used to going onto my computer and editing the full video in Final Cut. Not these little chopped up 30 second videos. So it, it it's hard for me to really stay consistent on TikTok per se. But I, I had the same experience. I had someone reach out to me. I posted a vlog. It's my first vlog back in God knows when. Because I stopped po- posting vlogs. I was like, no, who wants to see me work every day? Like, y'all really want to see me go to work every day? Because that's what I do. I, I work. And I'm to me, that's boring. Like, you don't want to hey, guys, here I am. I'm at, I'm at work again. Y'all know your girl work. Like, who wants to see that? But I had a subscriber reach out to me and say, hey, like, I'm so happy you're back vlogging. I really miss this. Like, I listen to you while I'm working. I'm like, oh, well, shoot. Maybe maybe somebody do want to hear me talk about nothing all day. <laughs> but yeah, that trying to convert that into TikTok has been like a challenge for me because I'm, again, transitions, chopping these videos down enough where you still get the gist of what's going on, but... It's not too long. You have to be 14 years old. 14 through 18, TikTok is their world. My daughter can do a get ready with me. She'd be in Target. Like, I just watch her videos. Even my six-year-old, like, they living in a whole nother world that I'm just like, please just put me back on YouTube. Like, take me back to a regular Facebook post. But they do it. Like, they they vlog. But that's what what they grew up with. They grew up with technology like that. Like, I don't I feel know like how old everyone is, yeah. but yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> man, internet had just came out. It, there was no getting on your phone and going on YouTube or surfing the web. Like you couldn't do right. that. We had right. actually go sit up a computer, let it dial up first because you're not just right. clicking a button and getting on there. It, it's gonna take a little minute, and then huh. you could possibly just go into these little chat rooms. But it wasn't what it is now. And so, because these kids are growing up with it, this is this is all they know. This is all right, they know. Right. They don't know the My flip phone. My video editor, like I just, and don't get me wrong, like I can do a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I got this. But she can like add music, 
um, effects and all kinds of stuff. She shoots all my exactly. son's highlight videos um, for football. So now she got a little side hustle. Like she got parents coming up to her like, can you shoot my son's highlight reels? She doing all this from my iPhone. I just sit there and look at her some days like, what? Okay, this is a, a thing for you. Like, okay, because I don't want to pay for nobody to go to college. So I'm like, this is a thing and it works. She even do my videos. She does all my promos for my podcast. And I pay her with a place to stay, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, so I posted one of them uh cap cut them cap cut videos the other day. Yeah. Like, I was like, so um I'm gonna do one for the podcast. So I pulled my son I pulled my son to the side, like, hey, so um how do I make this do this? And he was like, just hit this button, hit that button. I said, bro, you did that in, in six seconds. It's a that's easy. Right. I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't easy for me. Um, Not as time you know, so. to the old people. Right. right. You just became the uncles and the aunties. How old are y'all? I'm I'm thir- I'll be 36 next month. Oh. I'll be 36 in May. The Lord just blessed me. I'm 37. I just had a birthday not even a month ago. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. And I, I feel like an auntie now. Yeah. I think, Monty, you the, I think you're the youngest. Money, how old are you? Oh, boy. I'm not that old at all. <laughs> we still in our 20s. Are you still in your 20s? How old do I look? Girl, Maybe I want to be 25. 25. Please be 25. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. 26. Oh, I said 26. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the, yeah, so I guess we are. Yeah, we the uncles and aunties. We the uncles and aunties, yeah. Oh Lord. Anyway, um, so let's get into. Let, I, if y'all have never heard an episode of of Hurts World, um, there's a. I like to be a little petty and messy. Um, so I'm gonna be petty and messy. Nick Cannon recently did an interview, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that he will stop having babies when the Lord tells him so. So I'm pose this question to the lady. And y'all tell me how y'all feel. And y'all tell me if y'all gonna give yeah, if y'all gonna give in. You out an event, you see Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon approaches you, man, you are beautiful, you gorgeous. Um, I wanna take you out. Y'all go out. And Nick Cannon says, Hey, look, I want you to be baby mama number 13. Um, I'm gonna elevate your life. You know, uh, I'm going to be there when I can, but you will be the sole, you know, person in this child's life for a while. Um, since Nick Cannon's not going to be there full time, let's just say he gives you $100,000 a month in child support, you know, for living, all that good stuff. Are y'all going to have Nick Cannon's baby? Yeah, people that shit all the time. Have babies so and baby don't come back. <laughs> I'm saying, are you gonna have? But are you gonna have this baby? Yeah, no. And there, there, he would support me financially. You get a hundred. I mean, for you and a baby, you get a hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, absolutely, and I'll have another one, and another one, and another one. And I was talking to somebody about this. That's like, that's like asking a girl. You know how girls are like, oh, I would never do anything for money. Mm-hmm. Bitch, would you fuck somebody for 200000 Yeah, she would. Because I would. 
You're like, no, absolutely not. I would never. You ain't never seen 200,000. That's how much I make in a year. I would take a whole year off of work. That part. I make a little less than that. Look, but shit, like, come on now. The money sounds good and all, but I got I feel like I would, I would right. Hey, hey I, I have a 15 year old too, baby. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Maybe if I didn't have kids, I would be like, yeah, let's go. Right. Like, if you don't have right. kids, it's different. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I'm just exactly. like, hell no. Like, yeah. that money ain't going to cut it because I just. It's but that's 100000 a month. That's. Right. Whole year. That's how much? That's a million. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but nobody make that type of money. You got it. Ain't working, girl. Yeah. You gotta. It's, it's what happened to fuck them kids? Because that's exactly what it's gonna be like once it's <laughs> <laughs> It sounds good. I guess that's just the mommy and me. I'm just like hell, nah. Like, so you guys would turn down a million a year, girl? Listen, <laughs> you just got to know them sleepless nights. Yeah, you would pay for a babysitter. That you would have funds to accommodate you and the rest of them kids. But then your child—that's the thing, though. Your child is going to get used to the person that they're always with. So Mm -hmm. if they're going to always be with the nanny or always be with the babysitter, that baby not going to really want to have much to do with you. Because just like daddy didn't want to have no much to do with it, that's just another (laughs) problem for another day. Yeah, I I feel like maybe there's no justifying the no. Like, there's so many, like, pros and cons. I feel like that's what we're getting at. There's oh, pros and cons. Uh-huh. But yeah. there is no absolutely not. There's, there's yeah, it's no... It's not a doubt no. I just, yeah. <laughs> if I was younger and exactly. I already didn't have to, and I ain't already been down this rodeo, girl, ain't enough money in the world for me to go through teething and uh, all that again and... When your kids get sick and you sitting in children's for 14 hours and the nurse is like, mom, it's going to be okay. Ain't, ain't enough money for that type of stuff. But what you did was you doing know? it as a, as a working woman. You were working a nine to five, raising yeah. kids. When you're getting a million a year, all that extra yeah, shit that you was doing, you ain't got to worry about that. That's gone. Them right. little problems are little problems now. I mean, now you got the money, I get it. Now you're trying yeah. to figure out how to work the phone to transfer the savings to the check. And that's probably your only struggle when you get a million a year. <laughs> it's I, like, I don't know. read too into, don't, don't be, don't read too into it. Uh, the whole breastfeeding and stuff. You ain't even got to do that. They got Civilac nowadays that it's like goat milk. Like, <laughs> so many other things to do. Yes, right. we fucking oh, <laughs> did, I, did I not say there was going to be one person you did. I think we all agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm in agreement because I don't have no kids, and I would do the same thing. Like I would, I would. Things would be a place where I ain't have to work so hard as a single mother. Like right. I, I'm not gonna work so hard. I don't like to work okay. hard anyway. So, so, so let's switch yeah. it up. And you, y'all, you act like Nick Cannon is bad looking or not a good guy. Nick Cannon is fine. And he's actually a decent person. Like I've, I, he's a decent. He came to Jacksonville plenty of times. I, like this where I live at, he's a devil. He's a decent person. I fuck him for free. <laughs> you a fool? <laughs> hey, okay. So <laughs> he's a good switch, guy. Let's switch the money up a little bit. Oh, it can't let's go say, any lower than what the offer was. You offered a hundred thousand. Well, let's. Well, let, but so that's the thing. So let's say he says, um. He gives you 
50,000. 60? 50. The math ain't math, and that'll be a million a year. Because if you get down to 50, you get down to a regular man, and I can just... Wait, 50,000 a month or 50,000 a year? A year. So, no, we'll say... say, So, okay, so... (laughs) So, when I Googled it, Nick Cannon's worth about 20 million. Right. So, let's just say... He has to pay fifty. Let's say, we'll say a nice round sum of forty thousand dollars in child support a month. Y'all still fucking Nick Cannon and having that baby for forty thousand a month? Yeah, a month. A month, a yeah. A month? Listen. Yeah. Now, right we can be right in the God. I'm happily married. But if my I'm husband was to just... I might have to invest. I would take my 40000 a month. Yeah, I might have to like invest, put a couple bills in the Charles Schwab and mm-hmm. and make some shape. Multiply I mean, some numbers. You still, get half, you still get half a million a year. That's, That's I mean, still half a diet. Yeah. And I ain't you seen half a million a year wisely. yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I ain't okay. seen half a million yet. Mm-mm. Now, if it I'm was like, a, if it, if I, if it was how much I make right now, then that's different. If you're right. trying to offer me, oh, you want 100, 160, 150,000, mm, nah, I just go back to school or something. Like, mm, I'm okay. <laughs> and it's gonna be taxed, no. Exactly. <laughs> if you're offering me double of what I make, the the uh, the conversation is on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, money will fuck Nick Cannon for free. She said it on camera. Um, but the money makes it a whole lot better to have the baby. I wouldn't even um, think about it. Yeah. Hmm. And money think money think Nick Cannon cute. He so, looks really good in person. Like in person, he looks good. Online, he know I mean the, I wouldn't have thought he was that the turban and until he I saw him. With the turban. I said, with he had the turban on because the turban kind of throws me off a little. Um, no, 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 no. He ain't had no turban on. Okay, it's giving very much Aladdin. But if he could take the turban off, <laughs> you're right. He's not like that. Aladdin. Yeah, it's real nice. Probably. He's like he not he didn't. You know how I don't know if y'all ever been like around celebrities and stuff, but I'd be around like known people sometimes, and the way they carry themselves is just like, bro, calm down. Mm. Calm down. Like people know you are the center of attention for tonight. All the extra shit don't have to right. do. He was like exactly. the complete opposite. He was just chilling, just hanging. Like he's like a vibe. Like his energy that. was really good. I'm really big on like energy. So like his energy was really, really good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So um I finally got the answer I was looking for. Um I finally got a whole bunch I I finally got more than one person to say yes to being Nick Cannon baby mama. Um, I don't know why girls like are so in denial to do it to, to things like that. That's what's a that's so it's hard for me to get a girl to come on my podcast and be completely honest. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like to say stuff like that. It's hard to see how we just had the conversation. We were like, we're, it's not a hard no. We're gonna think about it real quick. Yeah, that's valid. But just being like, oh, clutching your pearls? Absolutely not. No, bitch. Because how much money? <laughs> Cause Cause she like, you made $60,000 a year and you try to clutch your pearls. Like, when you unclutch them pearls, and right? Like, be serious, like, be for unclutch, real. We don't be anything, unclutch them real. pearls and spread them cheeks, right? Yes. Like, and exactly. I actually had this conversation, um, with someone because being a female in the industry, 
um, being an influencer or YouTuber or music, we're sexualized in order for, in, in this type of industry, men run it. Men run fucking everything. Like they run every single thing. And to be a woman wanting to be in the game and be in the race too, we're always proposed these uncomfortable situations by men when we're trying to climb the ladder and, mm-hmm. and increase our productivity and be successful. We always run into that one man. What am I going to get out of it? What are you, what, what is in it for me? I myself have that this problem so much it being an attractive guys want to fuck. And I do a lot of talking about fucking, but I don't do that much fucking. They don't know that though. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I wish my mom not have a birds and bees talk, but had that conversation with me and, and talk about the, the, um, the importance of my vagina. Like how important is my vagina to me? Really? Mm-hmm. Are, am I willing to sacrifice my vagina? I needed to have that conversation. Like I need to be like, my vagina's worth this. This is how far I'll go with the pussy. I never thought I would have to have that conversation with myself being an adult. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have had it a long time ago. That way I could stand on what I stand on. Cause I yeah, used huh? to be that girl. Like, why would I have sex for money? That's prostitution. And then I was proposed a lot of fucking money. And I was like, hold on, is it just institution or do I cross as well? Listen. <laughs> what about is this going to be a business agreement? I don't have to be a prostitute. This is a business deal. People sell drugs and aren't drug dealers. Like it's me trying to compensate for my lack of morals or values and to my vagina. And it, yeah. that, it's but that's like, what happens. Huh? Yeah. A lot a lot of women they, they feel like if if I do this, oh, what are people gonna think about me? Mm-hmm. What, what does that make me look like? And yeah. that's, and it's a persona that I'm trying to keep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I miss that growing you, up. I miss uh-huh. that reputation. Like, oh, you have to have a good reputation. My mom never told me like people really? are gonna talk about you. People are gonna laugh at you. People are gonna make fun of you. I was really socially like awkward, so I didn't get. I can't say these things in front of these people or I can't act like this in front of these people because I have to be cool. Like, yeah. So I don't see um, people seeing how people view me. Like I view me how I view me and then how mm-hmm. everybody else looks at me. Oh, well, I don't really have that thought. So now that I'm getting older, I see how women protect their image. And I'm just like, what the fuck uh-huh. are you protecting it from? You're going to yeah. die just like the next person. And the people yeah, I talk about you regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, try to raise a high schooler. So my daughter is in the ninth grade and high school is like real life TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to raise my daughter in a world where, you know what I'm saying? Like I she's she's a normal teenager, okay? But right. my daughter is up against IG models at school. Like I'm driving her to school and these girls yeah. got 30 inch bust downs, full faces, Ooh. they're walking in heels. I'm just like what happened to regular school? Right. Teach my daughter the importance of really respecting her body. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not stupid. I was a high schooler once. I know what it is to bust it open for somebody. So I'm just trying to tell her, like, listen, once you do it, it's done. You got to be smart about this. You got to be wise about this. You got to watch your circles. So we have to have different conversations. This is not a birds and the bees. This is definitely not a seventh heaven episode. Like when I sit my daughter down, I'm just like, Jordan, look, this is what it is. 
Yeah. These boys is disgusting. Like they don't even bathe. And she's like, what, Ma? I'm like, they don't even bathe. <laughs> they don't even bathe. <laughs> Not yet. Like y'all girls is fighting. I mean, like these girls really be fighting and tough. Over dirty dick. Over dirty penis and community yeah. penis at that. I'm like, they don't yeah. bathe. Right. All they do is got cologne over all that. That's disgusting. And y'all, you yeah. fighting with people you know since elementary school. And these these boys don't even know what hot water feel like. Like, come on, girl. Like, so we have to have different conversations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's <laughs> friends that are pregnant. Um, my daughter tried to go to a baby shower in middle school, and I wasn't going for it. Like, I'm just like, yeah, no. Like, you know, cool, she having a baby. Kudos to her village. But I just can't get on board with it. I guess it's different when you have kids, because I don't have kids. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like... At a certain point, my vagina can be sacrificed, but I need to know my limitations. Right. I don't feel like that's a horrible thing, but like being a woman and having a child, you want to be really strong on what you stand for, but then you also want to let your, you know, yeah. child make their choices, lessons, and make these yeah. decisions. And that's I feel like that's what mm-hmm. my mom did with me. Like she never had the birds and the bees talk. Right. So I was just like, I didn't start having sex till after high school, like right before high school ended. That's when I started having sex. So I went straight into college not knowing nothing. Mm. Now I'm a full-blown adult trying to figure out if I'm going to start tricking or not if the bills get tight. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I took all my lessons, okay? Because my grandma told me at some point in a woman's life, you all some a woman will lay on her back to pay a bill. Whether it's a Why? Who are you telling me? <laughs> she's right. I'm, I'm, I've been married. You're going to lay on your back to pay a bill. Now, you can make that cute. You can put a bow on it. You can say it. Right. How you it. Either but way, it is. Bills, and you have to do what you have to do. I'm not, some of these bills, I'm not paying. I don't care how much money I have. <laughs> that shit is above me. Okay? Mortgage, What's that's exactly? above me. I'm not paying it. That no, shit, yeah. Now, now, speaking as the only male on this panel, um, first off, we do bathe. Thank you very much. After you're grown, yes. Right. And we are when you um, become an adult. And that's barely. <laughs> when you're looking look, for a woman. I mean. Look, I, took, <laughs> I, faithfully, I faithfully took showers in high school because you wasn't. Look, I'm a big dude. So I had to take showers because I sweat in places most dudes don't. I played football. So I couldn't be walking around musty and all that, all that stuff. Now, speaking as a girl dad. I have I have to have those same type of conversations like niggas ain't shit. Yeah. And if my if any of my daughters ever walk and encounter a guy like me, like I was in high school, it's gonna be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. but I gotta have a, a separate conversation with my son, like bro, like, hey, it's about to get real, real nasty. Um, because hey, you're you're an attractive young guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got this personality, you got swag, but on the flip side, um, these bitches ain't shit. And Ooh. you know, it's, it's like that. To get old. So you have the conversation separately. Um, yeah. So like I got I gotta have I gotta have two different conversations. Like I can't like I gotta tell my son, like, hey, you're you know, you're you're you you you're gonna encounter some women that are just out here looking for a handout, you're gonna encounter some good, decent, you know, wholesome girls that were raised correctly. I gotta have a conversation with my daughters, like, hey, most of these niggas ain't shit. Um, hell, you see me interact with your mama sometimes. Ooh. I ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes from a genuine place. Like there, there are genuine men out here. 
who are going to, you know, take care of you and look out for you and not just out here to fuck. Um, you know, so it's two different conversations at two different times where um, you got to kind of find a balance. Um, you know, and it's it, it navigating um, parenthood with, with, and like you said, I got, and I got teen, I got two teenagers and a preteen, you know, so it's, man. It's um, ghetto. That's what it is. Ghetto. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's ghetto. You know, and then, and, 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 then, and going back to the content, going back to the content created thing, like, you gotta watch your kids because some of these content creators that they, you know, admire or that they follow, man, they be out here shaking their ass and going to this party and uh, no. smoking or drinking or, you know, yeah. hey, it's you know. Sean and Blueface for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're like, everywhere, but they so toxic, right? So I have to right. tell my daughter, like, cut that off. Like, it seems like entertainment, but he <laughs> ain't shit and she a fool. Like, please be watching this in the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that it's it's what social media is talking about. You can't look somewhere and not see the two of them. But I have to tell my daughter, like, that's not love. That's toxic. That's a horrible situation to be in. I know they're probably doing it for money, but trust and believe me that all money ain't good money. You know what I'm saying? So we have to have different talks. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's, that's like to the conversation, like, what are you willing to sacrifice? Right. Sacrifice her whole mental health. Yeah, and she was a pretty yeah. girl. Like when and she she's not a, even a millionaire yet. Yeah, like, she was a pretty girl, but she like going out bad right now. And the yeah, fact that possibly be a kid all in the mix of that is depressing. Very. Well, we gonna go to break. Um, it has been interesting so far. Um, I'm, I think you know what this is the part of the episode. I'm just gonna sit back. I'm gonna let the ladies do all the work because um, it's Women's History Month. So when we come back, uh, we gonna go off the top uh, with Monty. We gonna let Monty take over for a second. So what? stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright. Welcome back to Hurts where I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, man, that whole lying. Um, well, no, I had to get, I had to get, I had to get raunchy. To, like I, I never been able to be raunchy. I want to be raunchy. That whole line, what? That, you know that's what the that's what the young dudes say, man. That whole line, bro. That's what the, that's what the young dudes say. Mm. And I'm joined mm. by um, it, just Drizzy. I was just crazy this time. You said enough time. for me. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, so far before we went to break, I said we're gonna let money go off the top. Um, and the reason I'm doing this is because I I saw money on a different podcast. Shout out to uh the dignified delinquents, uh that dude Breeze and Jerry the Great. And they let her go off the top. And it was real interesting um when she came off the top. So I just want to see what she's going to do for her twirl. 
Um, so y'all get y'all popcorn ready. All right, is everybody on here in a relationship? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Y'all are all in relationships? Mm-hmm. Yep. Married. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys feel like, here's my question. And it's not really, a, it's like a, it's not, it's a, it's more of a statement. But the size matter? <laughs> okay, so. Okay, wait. <laughs> and her, since you're the guy here, how do you introduce your size? Or how did you to your lady? Was it like, you know, I'm going to tell you what I got going on, or I'm going to show you what I got going on, or did you just lay it on her? Mm. Um, I'm, so I'll go first. Um, I don't really remember. Like it was kind of like one of them things where, um, we we had a con- like it wasn't really necessarily a conversation. It was more of like, hey, I know I ain't small, but I ain't you know Mandingo in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get the job done, and she was like, hmm, okay, and. Ain't nobody complained ever. That's all I said. And she was like, okay. And ain't nobody complains yet. So we'll keep, it must be doing something. Do you Mm. guys, do you ladies think that size matters? It does. I don't know if anybody wants to go first, but I'm going to go first. It definitely does. You understand? It's like, I, I, (laughs) it's funny. I could never be Amish. I could never be in an arranged marriage because you're just not going to set me up. For the rest of my yeah. for failure for so disappointment. Not, um, so <laughs> I know what I'm dealing with, and people that say they fall in love with potential and it don't matter, they lying because it matters. I'm not. Uh-huh. I could not willingly stay in my marriage if I was not satisfied. It just sexually, I mean, yeah, it just wouldn't do it for me. They, they ain't enough love in the world that, that's gonna keep me there if I'm at home at night with my own rose or a bullet. I just that, that's not about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> but it's almost like, like you said, as long as I'm satisfied, the size doesn't matter because it can be on the small side, on the petite side, but it can still get the job done. Right now, and I'm gonna just be transparent. When I was younger, I used to have um, ovarian cysts, and I was with this guy, and he was quite large. And baby, we was going to town and ruptured one of my sis. Ooh, girl, that sound like a great. And it was, great it was like it hurt. It was sound like he need dick insurance, baby. Sounds like a liability. You need a warning, lady. And look, uh, Marvin, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, huh? Was it Milwaukee or LinkedIn? No, neither one. It was um, you know the one I was in love with. I'm crying. Oh, rap. Oh, rap. Okay. Yes. Child, I had to go to the hospital. (laughs) How about you, Nisi? Does it matter for you? It does very much so because for me, I've had both where it wasn't. You know, girl, listen. But I was in love, so I ain't here. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Because honestly, I I didn't get no satisfaction out of you. 
But currently, you know, it's just there. It's there for what reason? Because it wasn't pleasing me. So, yeah, it matters very much so. Because I can feel the difference. So I would say this. If you happen to have a small uh, wang wang, there's penis pumps, um, there's pills, uh, I think they take me honey packs right now. Um, I mean, honestly, not even that. Just learn how to eat some pussy. But the, I was I was just gonna say that, like, if you, you, if you know your wee wee small, you you better be you real strong. You better know how to change your car's oil, build the house, know how to do something. You gotta you, you know? at that point you have to have you have to be versatile. Yeah, versatility. Because let's but be honest, see, you can have a lot and not know what you're doing. That's a waste of time, yeah. space, and opportunity. That's so, fine. It's okay. Yeah. I, if you have a lot and don't know what you're doing, we're gonna figure it out. And the reason I asked this, because I was on a, my podcast and I had two guys on there, and I ba- was basically telling them like I was talking to this guy for almost a month. Didn't have sex with him because I was already active with someone else. And then the moment I kind of put myself in the situation for us to do it, he obviously tried. But I saw after he was there that it was like not what it was. It wasn't given. The dick wasn't dicking. And I was just like, there's I started clutching my pearls. I was like. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm thinking like, I can't add you to the roster. I just, I would be, I can't do it. It's not going for it. We need to figure something out. I don't know what you got to figure it out. And I felt so bad because it's like, I like this dude so much. I mean, I'm blowing up his phone, calling him. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm trying to see you right now. I'm going on dates with him damn near every day. Refrigerator filled up with plastic containers from going out to eat with you. Mm-hmm. And then when we have that time and I see it and it was like, I was like, there's no way. Like I would cheat on you every single day, oh. every single day. And, and when I tell you I was in love with this man, like our chemistry was chemical. Like it was real. We had a lot of potion, motion in the potion. <laughs> and it was small. And I was just like, that'll do it. And that was my first time where I was like, I can't talk to you because your dick is small. I felt so bad, but I was like, I'm not doing it. And it wasn't but like a you- small it was, was say, is it like an ab- was it workable small no just- there was no girth now i was saying i could do a little girth fill me up we could work with that but there was no girth there was no length there was no there was no penis it was it was it looked like a bullet Oh, I'm the Vienna sausage girl. Yeah. And that was the first time in my life where I was like, yo, like I'm saying no. Like I, I ghosted him and I was like, I was oh. so in love with this man. Like didn't even have sex with him yet. And we was connected. I mean, I thought I was on like a sapiosexual level, but not like sexual, I guess. We was just oh, We was fucking Scorpios. <laughs> so I guess so. I, I guess my my question to that is, if it is small or it is workable, but okay, let's just say it's small, it's not workable, but his tongue game is immaculate. Now can you, you work with that, no, or is it just like a that's no? That's so go? sad. That's even that's even sadder because <laughs> no. it's like I didn't even I'm try to figure sad. out. 
Yeah, yeah. I just said, fuck it. Like, I don't even want to know what nothing else is like. This is it. The road ends here. Dead yeah. end. No outlet. Like, I didn't know. I felt so bad. And I was just, it's just something that I've been thinking about. Like, I can't believe you did that to that man. Like, you really, and the man thought I was in love with him. And I told him, mm. I was like, I'm in love with you. He would eat everything. Everything. So he had oh, all, he had house, he had the, the six figures, a couple of them, a couple of six figures. He had a couple cars, he had all the boxes checked off, but I was like a little peepee. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, let me let me let me flip this. Well, let me say this. If you know that your PP your, your dick is small or your JJ is trash. Um, you have to know how to do, you know, other things. Cook, clean, have a fat ass. Something. Magic. Build houses. Right. Um, you know, put the rose in your mouth, you know, to enhance whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question to y'all is, do body counts matter to y'all? We was talking about this on my podcast too. Me and the, me and the two dudes. Yeah, so they basically they was just saying a woman can't have as much bodies as equal to a man because one body count for a woman is 25 women towards her body count for a man, which I don't think is right. We was just going back and forth. And these are two younger dudes I was talking to about it. And they was just saying that they want a girl with a body count under 10. And I'm oh. <laughs> I, mean, I know I ain't give it up to high school, but I made up a lost time. <laughs> so I'm looking at them like I don't know who the fuck y'all tread lightly with the conversation. Like this is my podcast. <laughs> 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 like they're like, yeah, if you fuck over ten people, I can't be with you. And I'm just like, well, we're just all friends here, so it doesn't really matter. The conversation can continue. <laughs> like, but but did they give reason why? Why? Just yeah. because like a dude don't want to be with a woman that has so much experience because he wants to feel like this is the first time she had a dude do like you know do certain mm. things to her. So it the smaller the body count, the less experience so you had. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's not necessarily true. And I hope y'all don't believe these girls when they tell y'all that they because they're lying. Because they're lying. Yeah. I used to lie about my body count all the time until the I got track. And then I was just mm-hmm. like, I just might as well just quit lying and just tell the world I'm a hoe. Because for now, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm single. Like, what do you think? I'm just in my bed praying and playing with my pussy. And I date. But like, you know, I'm just. I'm out in the streets, so I don't just be wanting to lie, and especially with the podcast, I was just like, my viewers know what's up because I don't talk about like twenty guys on this episode. <laughs> I don't talk about <laughs> they would they would have started putting two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> and I talked to other races, so I don't been with a white dude, an Asian dude. They would have been like, now, nah, Monty, you just flat out lying, talking about <laughs> there's more than ten races I don't talked about. <laughs> <laughs> So I you just be, you be outside. Like, 
Yeah, to say that a woman's number body count has to be low, like that's just so unrealistic. Like what world do they think that we actually live in? Yeah. And it's so funny you say that. I, I really had to have this conversation with my husband, so I'm comfortable telling the story now. I'm just like, do you think that I lived in a box until we were married? Like, yeah. hello, I went to Alabama State, so a third Thursday and a Tuesday night with the cues, <laughs> I was there. So I, I'm like, did you really think that I was in some box going to Bible study and then right. to one day get married? Like, no, sir. There's levels yeah. to this. I think that's yeah. unrealistic. And my thing is, I didn't lose my virginity till I was older. I was like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And then even then, like, that was it was a crazy moment. My first time having sex, I like got pregnant and got, got chlamydia, which was crazy. But then after that, when I made it through that, I was like, oh, I'm a monster now. I live through that shit. I'm going to keep going because I can I can do this, man. Like I just I just I was outside. So I made up for the lost time from um, from high school because everybody in high school was having sex. But me, I was I didn't know. And then, you know, I went to college and I my box turned inside out. She I, went, you know, I, wasn't, I wasn't in a box. <laughs> I wasn't in a box. My box was outside. I don't know, but it but obviously with age, now. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what what do you expect? You expect a 30-year-old woman to have a low body count like honestly. Right. They do. Years. And if you started 30. high school, that, that's like do you understand? Most sixteen-year-old, yeah. fifteen, sixteen is what people kind of start like yeah. experiment. Yeah. That's fifteen years. You think Thank she you. really slept with under ten people at fifteen years? Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's Jay this Cole. thing about Lil Dirt uh, said that he likes he wants to be with India, and the thing he likes about her is she only had three bodies. She lying. Right. She's lying. Yeah. No J. Way. Cole said it best. Oh, you- she say she only fucked by four or five niggas. So you know you got to multiply by three. I like the math. I'll divide by two. Yeah, do what you got to yeah. do. <laughs> um, I was, I, I'm, I'm a, before I got married and in this curl, I was outside for a minute. Oh, wow. Um, hey, bro. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was out here, you know. I had fun, you know. My body count, you know, is it, it, it's decent, but I'm not gonna give. So to me, body count really don't matter. Like to me, it just, it, it, your body count is where it is. It just means you got some experience. We are gonna have some fun. Um, we're gonna be able to try some shit. Um, or you gonna teach me some shit, or I'm gonna teach you some shit. That's what it means. That 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 would mean. That's what it's like if you have a high body count to me. Um, you know, so if you if you having these conversations with your lady or your man, and they tell you their body count is this, I'll, you know, just no judgment, but just know you 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 fucking with a freak, and if you can't handle it, go on about your dinner. Mm. Yeah. Wait. So, so all you guys are married. You said you you said you're married. Her, Tay's married. Dreezy, are you married? Mm-hmm. Nisi, are you married? married. Okay, so Nisi, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not married. All no in relationships, okay? Yeah. Right. So, this is something I get a lot, and I think it's just because 
when people look at me, they're just like, okay, she looks mean. And then when they start talking to me, they're like, oh, wow, she's really nice. When I go out in clubs and stuff, a lot of couples think I'm like a cook. And a lot of married couples like to try to recruit me because they're just oh. like, this girl is a fun time. Wait, so are, <laughs> the conversation so, is elevated. So are like swingers coming up to you and stuff like that? Right. Wow. Like it'll start with a girl because of, you know, how girls when they click, I guess it's like yeah. easier for me to become more formal with a dude mm -hmm. through a woman instead of a man. And it's a little bit more, fam more familiarity with a woman approaching me. And then I'll vibe with the girl. And honestly, when I'm drinking like wine and stuff, and when I'm drunk, I just I'll, any I, I'll make out with people. I'm one of those girls in the bar that's probably gonna like tongue down somebody. Most of the time, it's a girl. And so that'll happen. And then next thing you know, this big guy comes from behind and just like, "Hey, you two girls!" Like I get that a lot. I'm like, "Oh, who the fuck is this? Like, where did this dick come from? <laughs> like, oh, this is my husband, or this is my fiance, or this is my boyfriend." I'm like, "Well, shit. Oh, where do we go from here? <laughs> this is awkward." <laughs> Do you, I, what I want to know is like, have you guys ever like experienced having like a third person in y'all's bedroom or like even thought about it? No. Do you guys find the, for the ladies, do you three find women attractive? I think women are beautiful. Yeah. I think that if my husband need another woman in the bed, I got another wig that's a different color. Um, it's just a no for me. I know that people mm. do it. I have friends that are married. Um, that openly, you know, they got a little open thing they share on the weekend. I see it. It just can't happen. So for you way. ladies yourselves, y'all would never be attractive, attracted to another woman to where you want experiment with another woman. I feel like I could just not with my partner. Okay. Mm. So you would want him to be excluded out of the. <laughs> yes. Okay. Which you, yeah. which is that's normal. I feel like that's more normal than like having couples mm -hmm. like tag team me. Mm -hmm. I rather yeah. just do it separately. But I haven't ever been approached. Um, and now I will say, in my younger years, had I been approached, you know, with a, you know a partner of mine back then, I probably would have done it. But it just it never came up. Mm. I just be so scared. Like, where are they gonna take me to their sex dungeon? Have my box inside out again. It's gonna give me PTSD. Lisa, <laughs> you ain't answered. Yes, I did. Yeah. did I not I answer? You on, uh, uh, you, I gotta put you on the spot. You ain't answered. No, I'm not I'm not doing that in my current relationship. No. No. I'm selfish with my penis. Mm -hmm. that's mine I'm not sharing and I don't know maybe if I was younger I think I, I'm I'm at the age now that I'm like I ain't, I ain't got time to be trying to figure out it but now. it's crazy because all of the couples they're like older like they're like 40 yeah, they, yeah. they usually are they like I was making out with their grandma old. She, was a, she was a literal grandma and I was kissing her but she was such a pretty grandma I was like look at your skin you look like you use Olay 
Not <laughs> only <laughs> you out here making out with grandma. I didn't know she was a fucking grandma until she showed me her grandchild, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm <laughs> she showed you her grandkids." <laughs> when you're drinking, everybody looks beautiful. I saw this like, I saw this that is true, really bad looking girl, and I told her that she was gorgeous. I was like, "Fuck what people tell you, you're beautiful." And I felt, I felt like kind of bad because I was like, "Damn, I just said like she was ugly," but I told her to fuck what people tell a little you. Backhanded, yeah. I was like, "Ooh," and she's looking at me. She's like, "No one's ever called me ugly." What are you talking about? <laughs> I was drunk. I was good and drunk. Good to see. You um, sound like a good time. My kind of party. Right. That's exactly what right. the people be telling me when yeah. they have threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear I'm a good time, I'm like, all right, they want to have sex. Time to go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they just be like, you know where the party is? And I'm looking like, We'll party. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to look at my shirt somewhere. It might be in here. Come on. <laughs> That's what they trying to, like, we're trying to see. Oh, my God. No, so, um, but, but there, there, was a, there was a method, there was an ulterior motive here. Um, I wanted Monty to go off the top just because I knew it would be genuine. I knew it would be something just that everybody could relate to or you know get get the conversation they got going guard. and and that is one reason i was like so and i'm, and I'm gonna be honest like when i reached out i was like money's not like she gonna see this she probably not gonna respond she's like man who the fuck is, she's like who the fuck is this nigga <laughs> um like inboxing me to i don't do that shit so um but you know it was it i knew you know, from hearing your podcast and hearing your other podcast, that it would be, you know, a, a genuine dope conversation. Um, but and she came off the top, so um, I told you that anal thing was gonna come back to bite you in the ass. Um, do you, because because you're up, you said it anal four times. Is that something you enjoy or do or like? Why? What, you know, what's up with you and that? Well. Is that hand sanitizer or what is that? It's lotion. <laughs> I'm always ready for this conversation. <laughs> no, it's just an icebreaker. Cause like I said, when people see me, they just I don't know. I get like two sides. Like people think I'm really like probably like bougie or like a bitch. I have like a resting bitch face. <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's just an icebreaker. Because it's just like, honestly, if she'll sit here and talk about anal, she'll probably talk about anything else. So it makes people feel like, you know, there's no limits to the conversation. Um, and then I talk a lot about like mental health and stuff. So it's like, you know, I'm giving you these signs. Like I told you, I used to be crazy and fucking depressed and suicidal. So my conversations are coming from uh, one a dark hole that I used to be in and I'm on the outside of the dark hole now so it gets real crazy so I like to bring those two things up those two icebreakers so people know like there's no limits to the conversation it can go whatever whatever way let's go so we're going to take our last break man don't go nowhere um, these ladies are going to drop one more bit of knowledge on y'all and then we're going to get up out of here so stay tuned you're listening to Hurts World. <laughs> 
Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright. What's up, y'all? And we are back with Herx World. Of course, I am your granddaddy's favorite podcast co-host. Granddaddy. And I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host to be heard. Stop trying to take these main social security checks, please. Then I need um, you a good sugar daddy. I mean, I said we, meaning my husband and I, we, we need a good sugar daddy. So you might as well go be a swinger. You said a who? Swing. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, we could. Oh, okay. Um, that's how you said not doing the watching girl. Anyway, um, but no, before we get up out of here, um, I just want to give these ladies an opportunity to kind of shout out what they got coming up, um, and uh, promote and uh, where you can find them and how you can keep in contact. And what they got coming up that's great and amazing. So we'll start with Nisi. All right, y'all. So I drop videos three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday on YouTube. I post content every day on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook Reels. And all of that is under Nisi Ray. My YouTube is Nisi Ray Shell because that's my, my full name. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have too much going on, but that's where you'll find me. Now, we be, I, I, I've been seeing you on the Dignified Delinquents. Is that about to be your new home, or can you not say this yet? I'm, I'm just a guest that keeps reappearing. <laughs> hey, if you if you have not checked out the Dignified Delinquents, uh, make sure y'all go do that after y'all listen to this. Because um, I'm all for black empowerment and, and, and bigging up my people. But listen to them first, or listen to me first, then listen to them, or listen to them first, then come over here. Um, but make sure y'all go support um, Jerry the Great, that dude, that dude Breeze, and Nisi uh, Rachel on the Dignified Delinquents. Um, Tay, what you got? So, um, uh, <laughs> let's see where you can stalk me at. No, <laughs> so I'm on TikTok. I am trying to get more content there. Um, that's just an extra job. So, you know, we're gonna go on spring break, so I'll be able to do a lot of content. So, TikTok is just Tay Brown 2686. Um, and then, of course, Mommyhood Chronicles drops every Wednesday morning eh, between hours maybe eight and ten. But you can stream that on Anchor. Um, and it will be on Apple. Me and Apple have been having some problems, but we're working on that. Um, but it's on Spotify. So it's mommy underscore, I'm sorry, underscore Hood Chronicles. Uh, we're about to go into a really good series of co-parenting. 
Um, if you ever listen to any one of my shows, I have a blended family. I have a daughter with um, an ex, and then I'm married to my husband, and we have a kid. So my daughter's father is actually about to come on to my show. So we're just kind of exploring co-parenting. I know everyone doesn't have an ideal situation like that, so I make it sound really good. <laughs> um, and we have no child support order in place. It's just something we've come together to make sure that we raise our daughter. We're both in separate relationships, so we're going to do a series of co-parenting. So that's what I'm kind of focused on right now um but you know love to come back thank you for the invite um just just trying to get my concept up for brown girls i just wanted to get more out here and be a little more focused because this was on my vision board and i want to see my vision board come all the way full circle this year i don't want to come up and it be december and i'm like oh i didn't get to that oh i didn't get to that so my vision board we're going into april i've already knocked two things off so let's just keep working yo Mama Mani, what you got? Where can where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram at underscore off the top podcast or my personal page, Mani the Real Real Gemini on Instagram. YouTube is off the top. Um, what I have coming up is oh, I haven't actually came out and talked about it yet. It's in the works right it's now. Awesome. Yeah, no, this is exclusive because I haven't posted it or talked about it to um, anyone except for my team. I am changing my channel to a actual TV channel. I want it to be not like a network, but just like a YouTube TV channel and have another podcast on it. Um, But before that, I want my own co-host on my podcast. I run the podcast by myself. I don't have a co-host, so I'm actually looking for a female co-host one that's like you know outspoken doesn't care what people think non-judgmental that type of situation they don't have to be experienced but i am looking for a co-host preferably female but like i do really good with males so i'm not like against having a male um co-host but my viewers on my platform are predominantly men i think it's like 60 percent men and 30 percent women so i'm like i think men want to see women not other men um and most of my guests are men so i just feel like having a woman on the co-host another woman on the co-host with a different mentality is something that i need for my podcast and then also for um, anyone in the jacksonville area that wants to start their own podcast but doesn't have um, the, you know, the studio doesn't have the equipment, doesn't have the time, doesn't have the money. Um, I want to sponsor their podcast and, you know, produce it on my own. So I am wanting to air a podcast on what's called off the top TV. Um, and it's kind of similar to how no jumper kind of, um, carries their platform with having the shark tank under, um, their channel. So it's one YouTube channel with multiple, uh, podcasts on them. Um, obviously the podcasts have their own like autonomy of what they want on their podcast. They have complete control over it, but, um, off the top TV would be doing all the labor and, um, organizing everything and making sure things run smooth for whoever, decides to want to have their own podcast and this can be a new podcaster or a older podcaster that wants to get on but still needs like a team um because i feel like that's really important that's what kind of like held me back from doing my own 
Um, I didn't have a team. I didn't, I didn't know what to do, how to start. And now that I'm like balls deep in it, I feel like I'm confident and comfortable enough to one, invite somebody else on the platform and two, like sponsor and host somebody too, because there's so many people that want to do a podcast and they don't know what the, like where the fuck to start. Um, and, and including me, like I was that way and I'm still learning. So it's not going to be like the most perfect thing in the world, but it's definitely going to be is the quality is going to be there. The professionalism, the organization of everything's going to be there. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I haven't really put it out there, pr- promoted it, but I speak it to existence a lot when I talk to people and I hear them have like ideas. I'm always like jumping at something I hear that sounds good. Like, Hey, if you ever want to do a podcast, let me know. (laughs) Obviously I want somebody that's consistent and serious. And I feel like that's really hard to come by, Mm -hmm. especially with black people. Like we got all types of dreams and hopes and wishes and manifestations. (laughs) Like you said, even like with vision boards, like I feel like that's where it starts with a vision board. Like if I, if if a black person came to me and said they got a vision board, I'm trying to work with you. But if a black person came to me and said, I have a dream, I don't know. I'm that's no physical <laughs> <laughs> game, but shit. I mean, we all dreaming. Shit, I essentially want to help a content creator. Like, I want to not even help, I want to partner with one. Um, I'm by myself, I don't have like, you know, a huge team. Like, I have people that help me out, but it's not like a, it's not like a big production company. Um, so I definitely want to collaborate with someone and really kick some more content out and put it on YouTube and get those numbers up. So essentially we can eventually profit from it and be able to continue going. Uh, right now I'm monetizing, but not in numbers. It's more of like name, just based off of my face. People are like, oh, okay, I'll pay to be on her podcast and stuff like that. So Yep, that's what's next. You guys are going to see another podcast, hopefully this year, and a new co-host, hopefully. I don't know how to go about that. I'm still working on that, but that's that's next up. So I will say um, with me, um, one, well, before I go there, congrats um, on that. Um, I know you're going to kill it. It's going to be dope. Um, damn, I wish I was in Jacksonville. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but no, when, when you, when you, when choosing a co-host and, and I'll say, and I, and I, and I can, Dree knows this about me um, because we, before I branched out on my own, um, we actually had a podcast um, that we did together called We Kicking It. Um, and it's just, it, it, it all, it all comes down to the energy and it all comes down to the vibe. Um, you, you know, of course you want somebody that's going to be consistent. Um, but it really just comes down to how y'all bounce off each other and how y'all's energies are going to match. Um, the reason I was able to reach out to Dre and say, Hey, let's relive our glory days of we kicking it is because our vibe and our energies just bounce off each other. if, If I'm lacking, she can pick it up or vice versa. So you know, when you are looking for that co-host, just make sure that if you can't give 110% like you always do, they can give 111 because they're going to be the extra percent for you. Um, yeah. And that's you know, what so, I feel like that's what people fall in love with when they start 
following these podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like they fall in love with the relationships between these two people. And most of the time, the people are completely different from each other, but are able to find that commonality and, and that similar aspect in life and their choices and their decisions that they make that are similar. And it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I've struggled with that my whole life, especially like with making friends. I don't have like all the friends in the world, although mm-hmm. people think I do, but I don't. I don't have all the friends in the world because I'm different. And a lot of times people are scared of things that they don't know. Yeah, don't the fear of the unknown. Yeah. The fear of the unknown. So with me, I'm the type of person like, you don't know what's coming out of my mouth next. <laughs> Which is bad. I, I don't I don't like embrace that to the fullest, but that's just how I am. And I've accepted that. So it's like, ooh, I kind of need somebody else to be like, oh, that's just her. Instead of being like, oh, my God, lay off the drugs. Like, I just need somebody to balance me out and be able to control um, situations that I don't have control of or they feel like they can take control of. Because I feel like conversations are so easy. They're just There's like a dance. When you're mm-hmm. having a conversation with someone and you're dancing with them. And a yeah. lot of people don't know how to dance. Two left feet. Two left feet. Like, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, no, I'm definitely struggling with finding what you're talking about. That's why I haven't made any permanent co-host-like decisions like, oh, this is the new one forever. So what I do is every month I have a new, like, special guest co-host for the month. Um, and even that has taken a turn. Like, it's so hard because nobody wants to be consistent Mind you, these guests are people telling me, like, oh, I'm interested. I'm like, are you really, bitch? Are you really? Because I got shit to do. I can talk to a wall at this point. So, because I'm consistent about everything I do. I'm, like, I hyper fixate on it. I have ADHD. So, like, when I want to do something, I'm going to do it. If I commit to right. something, I'm going to do it. And it sucks, but I expect anybody that I'm working with to kind of follow suit and just be like, yeah, I'm passionate with her. It it makes me feel comfortable and like, okay, I have my partner that motivates me. So right now I'm just kind of running off self motivation, which is also more important, but I do, I feel like I am needing external motivation too. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the most important part. Like, like I tell people all the time, I would do my podcast for free. Like I, cause I, I love this shit. I enjoy it. Um, but the hardest thing for me sometimes is trying to figure out who to bring on or yeah. what to talk about or, you know, how is it going to impact this person or hell, if people are even going to listen, like, I mean, well, well we, of course people are listening. Right. Um, you know, like the numbers are the, the numbers are numbering, as they say. Um, like, and apparently, um, this is not to toot my own horn. Okay, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> the ladies are really fucking with her right now. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It, I got more female listeners than male listeners. We all love us a big bald nigga. Hey. hey. <laughs> you know, just saying. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I've been and I've been in the gym a little bit, so I got a little chest. Nah, you crazy? <laughs> uh, but no, like it's it, it, the hardest part is always trying to figure out 
who can balance your energy and when you're having these conversations about whatever it is, um, if that person that you're talking to is going to be able to bounce off you and it makes sense. And I really appreciate y'all for being able to, you know, balance and kind of roll with everything. Um, I feel like everybody's personality came out in 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 the episode and, you know, we actually kind of got we kind of got a deeper look into you know everybody, um, you know. So it's it's really gonna be dope when they get to see this. Drake, yes, what you got, man? Um, so y'all can find me on Instagram. My personal page is Brown Sugar. Well, Brown then S U G A underscore B A B I, um, and then my business page is I Love Brown Sugar. And Facebook, Dre Breezy. Mine is just kind of all over the place. But um, I'm just now starting back posting content. So you might see a big gap uh, in my content. But I just posted a reel the other day. Um, Y'all check it out. I'm a teacher and I be swag. I be swaggy at school. So I posted Mm -hmm. outfits that I wear as a teacher. Check me out. Um, But that's it, y'all. That's dope. So... Um, before I give y'all with my, before I leave y'all with my famous, whatever, um, I was having a conversation with somebody and, um, I was telling, and, and I heard this from another podcast, so, um, they get all the credit. Remember that no matter what, you are always going to be the villain in somebody's story. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do everything right. You could be the best person. You could do everything in your power to make them happy. But if you do one wrong thing, you will always be the villain in somebody's story. So the sooner you realize that and then you can be like, all right, bitch, fuck you or I, right, whatever, um, you will be a whole lot better. You'll be a whole lot uh, less stressed and live your life carefree. Um, as always, if you don't work, you don't eat. You got to crawl before you can walk, walk before you can run, and man, run before you can fly. Um, we got one more episode of Women's History Month. Um, and it's going to be a interesting episode next week. Um, we got a stay-at-home mom. We got uh, a video gamer, and we may or may not have Bay on episode. We may we may have Bay on episode. Next week. She has not. She she confirmed, <laughs> and then she said she got. She 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 confirmed it, and she's like, eh, I don't really know. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but no, um, I want to just one more time thank you, amazing ladies, for joining us on her tour this week. Um, and so the next time y'all hear, uh, oh, shout out to Casual, man. Um, the mini mix was fire today. It was Nikki, Nikki Minaj inspired. So shout out to Casual for that. Um, that's all I got. It's the next time you hear our voice. You've been listening to Hurts World. Holla at your quality. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Holla at some what? Guala? What is that? Holla at some guala. 